Welcome to the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Mara Rutger and Lisa Bowden. Inside this podcast, you can expect the ultimate girls' night in, where we'll help you align fitness and life so that you can finally be fucking happy. Now you get comfy and let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Real Sassy Fit Girls with Mara and Lisa. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. So today, yeah, right? (laughs) Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. (laughs) Guys, I think everyone's in, let's just say this real quick. I think everyone's in the same boat where life is a little crazy and chaotic and unpredictable right now. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. we are a little bit the same way too. I know we just did a catch-up episode to kind of share with you guys what was going on in our life. That was the last episode that we uh, released for you. And yeah, I mean, I think there's been even a lot more that's been happening between then and now. And yeah, I, me, like we're trying to enjoy our summer here in Minnesota before it's coming to an end quickly. And Lisa, you've been so busy with work and family mm-hmm. and all sorts of things, celebrating birthdays. Um, so yeah, it's it, we've just been busy, and we're just like this podcast. We talked about this, so this podcast is we love this. This is like our baby. It is, it is everything, but it's also something that we do for free on top of all the other things that we do for free in terms of social media. And so, um, you know, sometimes it has to be put on the back burner for a little bit and that's okay. That is 100% okay. Um, and actually we're going to kind of talk a little bit, I guess, about that today. I can bring it full circle. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people in Instagram DMs about how they're struggling to stick to their routine. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be fitness routine, but we'll, I guess that'll kind of be like the center of the focus today because we do talk a lot about fitness stuff on our podcast, but just sticking, creating a routine and sticking to one. Um, and that like, it's okay if you, you know, have to go off routine like we have with the podcast recently, or you have to mix things up or adjust or change. Like that's a part of life is evolving and adapting. And, you know, I don't want to say overcoming adversity because it's not like there's been anything that we've had to really overcome, but <laughs> just, I don't know. I, that came into my head. And so that means if somebody needs to hear that, you know, that life circumstances, like what's going on right now with everything in life, whether it's positive or not, like we have to be able to kind of adjust. And so mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys being adaptable to us and our schedule. Um, <laughs> we're actually going to record a couple episodes today while we record this one. So there will be a few more coming yes. up consistently um, in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today, creating and sticking to a routine. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we want to talk about is maybe the reasons why you're actually struggling to stick with your routine. Um, And there's a whole bunch of reasons for why you might be struggling with this. But one of the big ones for me that I've personally dealt with a lot was my goals were unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Like I expected, like, let's just say, well, this has happened. Okay. So I've tried to lose weight in the past before. And the expectation I had for myself was I'm going to track my macros 100%. I'm going to do fasted cardio in the morning. I'm going to get a lift in in the day. And, you know, I'm still going to do my job, spend time with my husband and prep my food and all this stuff. So the goals that I had at that point in time were unrealistic. And another thing that Mara and I had brought up um, when we were chatting before this was maybe 
these aren't even the goals that you really want to accomplish. So I felt like I had to have that routine because that's what was going to get me to where I wanted to be, which was lose weight and feel fit. But I was approaching it in a way as like, as if I were a competitor, which I'm not. So I, you know, my goals were just unrealistic and my routine that I had created was unrealistic for what I actually wanted to accomplish. So that's a big one is just, are your goals realistic? Is your expectation realistic? You can't expect to go from eating pizza seven days a week to not eating it ever. Like, you know, you have to give yourself some grace a little bit with that kind of stuff. So that's one of the reasons why you might be struggling to stick with your routine. We also talked about self-sabotage too, um, Mm -hmm. which again, it sounds silly to say that maybe you don't truly want it bad enough, but look at where the desire is coming from as to why you feel like you need to be reaching this goal or, or working towards this outcome. Um, and that can also play into motivation too. So what comes to mind for me is I've had in the past where I felt the pressure being in, you know, somewhat of an influencing position on social media in terms of fitness and nutrition and needing to look a certain way. And I know, Lisa, you just did an IGTV on how you're seeing body positive right now when you're at your heaviest weight that you've been at in quite some time. And so if you guys haven't watched that, shameless plug, go watch that. It's a really good fucking video. Um, it, it, it resonated with me. It helped me so much. And so, cause I'm in a similar boat, you know, I'm, also not, you know, at my leanest or my fittest or whatever. And there's times where I feel like this pressure or I have felt this pressure to start tracking macros again, to start getting into regular workout routines or doing all these things so I can have these results. But the results, I don't truly want to put in the effort and the time that it takes to get those results because that's not what's going to make me happy right now. But I'm feeling pressure from God knows where to fit this specific Mm -hmm. mold of being a fitness, you know, an online fitness mm-hmm. person. And so I was an intention kind of like intentionally sabotaging myself in a way because I was like, well, I don't truly want this, but I feel like I have to do it because this is what people are expecting of me. And so I'm going to do it anyways. And then I wasn't really motivated. And mm-hmm. then I wasn't sticking to the routine and I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do. And then I got down on myself and then it was this whole fucking spiral <laughs> of like negativity exactly. everywhere. <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's another reason why, you know, or even just motivation too, in general, sometimes our motivation isn't strong enough for our why we've talked about our why before. Um, so really looking Mm -hmm. at like, why do you want to reach that goal and find that intentional emotional connection to why you want to reach that goal. Um, and even look at too, we've discussed intrinsic and extrinsic motivation previously. Um, and sometimes we can be ex intrinsically motivated by outside factors, rewards, things like that. But those truly might not click or connect with us on an internal level. And so then we have this, again, self-sabotage. I think that continues Mm -hmm. to happen. Agreed. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing that we want to tell you is you don't always have to have a goal. Like it is okay to maintain where you at, where you are at. That is a goal in itself. Because a lot of people, well, I'm not going to say a lot of people, because that's me assuming. I've noticed as a trainer, people can lose the weight Mm -hmm. and it's keeping it off. That's the hardest part. Yeah. 
you know, they, you, you lose it, you feel great. And then you start to, you know, you're like, well, now I can go back to my old ways. And you don't always have to have a goal. Let's say you accomplish one goal and you're like, well, now I don't know what to try to strive for. Maybe it's just continuing those healthy habits that you created. Maybe it's just, you know, I want to keep feeling as good as I feel right now, you know, and maybe there isn't a specific goal you're trying to accomplish. You don't always have to be striving towards something, something new, something different. You can maintain and be happy. Yeah, I love that. I said before that we kind of get stuck in like that it has to be growth mindset or fixed mindset and there's no in between and you can absolutely, and I'm giving myself this permission too, (laughs) you can absolutely still be in a growth mindset, but stay where you're at and maintain Mm -hmm. and like just changing our perspective on that maintaining or staying where we're at, not just with weight loss and fitness, but anything in life maintain, like maybe you're not looking to want to advance in your career right now. I remember I had a client once you guys that we were talking about. She felt like she just needed to keep advancing in her career because that's what other people were doing, but she didn't want to, she was happy where she was at. And she saw that as a bad thing. And I was like, no, this is not a bad thing. Like you're happy where Mm -hmm. you're at. You've achieved a huge goal for yourself to get to where you are. Like let yourself enjoy this, you know? So I think we Mm -hmm. get caught up in that need to keep going and doing, and it's just like, if you don't have the desire, don't get down on yourself. There's a reason why you don't mm-hmm. want to be working on your fitness or your weight loss right now. Maybe you just want to work on like enjoying your life and exercising to feel good and just eating what food feels good to you versus worrying about measuring everything and weighing everything and tracking every pound that you lift, you know, and there's no right or wrong. Um, so just want mm-hmm. to give permission to anyone that's kind of struggling with that because I feel like that's that's a normal thing to struggle with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So we're going to move on now to how to actually create a routine that works for you. So the most helpful thing for me, honestly, is kind of creating a plan, creating what this is going to look like for me. And of course, I can change the plan. I can modify. I can take away. I can add if it's not working. But if I can kind of give myself, you know, this is my goal and this is what I'm going to do to get there. And I figure out how to make that work in my life. So again, when I was trying to lose weight, I was trying to do fasted cardio. My ass does not get up at six o'clock to go to the gym (laughs) to go do cardio in the morning. It never has. And I know it's never going to, but in my head, for some reason, I felt like I had to do that. Did I do it? Fuck no. Never. Did I get up once to go to the gym early to do cardio? Never. Then your cardio is not happening. (laughs) Exactly. So, and my thing was, it was, I had to do it in the morning fasted or I wasn't going to do it at all, which is Mm -hmm. a horrible way to think about my cardio. I just skipped it all together because it wasn't the perfect way that I thought it should be. Mm -hmm. So when you're creating this plan, make it realistic. If you are not a morning person, do not put your cardio first thing in the morning. You know, don't put this pressure on yourself to do things that aren't going to work with your lifestyle. Yeah. You know, we're grownups. At this point, we kind of know how we operate. We know if there's something like, I'm never going to do that, then don't try to force yourself to do it. I'm never going to be a runner. Who knows? Maybe someday I will, but I don't like running. So I probably never will be a runner. So I am not going to say I'm running five miles this week because that is absolutely not going to happen. So mm-hmm. just being realistic. And some people might think that's me limiting myself or holding myself back. That's just me knowing myself personally. 
and knowing that it's going to take a hell of a lot to get me to actually go running. Yeah. And I'm it, like we talked about, it has to be something you desire, something you want to do. And that's not something I want to do at all. So yeah, there's a difference of like knowing that you it's not something that you like or you enjoy versus holding yourself back. I think there's a huge mm-hmm. difference there. But I like that you called that out, though, still, because I think it's important to think about it. Am I am I am I actually limiting myself and holding myself back? Or is this truly something that I don't actually want to do? And I think that that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And I like that you called out to the fact that we're all adults, like we should, we know how we operate. I know that I am an all or nothing mm-hmm. person. I know that I am mm-hmm. by nature. I know that I'm a perfectionist, which those of you that are perfectionists and all or nothing know that it's like a fucking shit show when that happens. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I understand that I need to like, it sounds corny, but I tell all my clients, Rome wasn't built in a day when it's about any goal that they have, life, fitness, otherwise. Like, it takes time to make change. The The myth of that mm-hmm. it takes 21 days to create a habit is bullshit. Like, it takes way longer oh, than yeah. 21 days to create a habit. And you just have to start with one small thing each, mm-hmm. not even each day, but one small goal. Start with something small. So you can, when Lisa talked about having a plan, I envision like mapping it out, right? Like, where are you now? Where do you want to be at the end? What's your goal, right? And then like fill in the blanks in between. You get to create the story. You get to create the plan. And so, you know, if you're, if you want to, um, you want to work on your mental health, you want to do self-care, you want to lose weight, but you want to focus on nutrition and you want to work on your relationship and you want to get into a workout routine. Like, holy shit, it's exhausting thinking about just doing all of that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's pick one of those areas. Do you want to work on, you know, or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you can pick more than one. That's fine. But like, okay, I really want to work on taking care of myself and I really want to work on having solid nutrition. Right. So then, okay. What are some really small steps you can take to do that? All right, number one for for taking care of myself, I'm going to have a boundary to shut my phone off at night. Each night, I'm going to turn my Mm -hmm. phone off, you know, at 9 p.m. or whatever it is. Have a cutoff for it to set some boundaries, start taking care of me, or make it a goal to read, you know, five pages out of your book that you like to read before bed at night. You know, something super small that you're like, yeah, I can totally do that. That's really easy. Mm-hmm. I think we err on the side mm-hmm. of not setting easy goals because we think that they're that's like a cop out, right? And it's the easy way mm-hmm. out. But in reality, you have to set really small, easy goals because the, as you achieve them, you're going to build your self-efficacy or your your the confidence and your ability to continue achieving what you're doing, right? And then you mm-hmm. continue to build that confidence and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it grows stronger. And then you've mastered reading your book for five pages at night or setting that boundary of shutting off your phone. And then you're like, okay, now what's next? What else can I do now? Now maybe I'm going to read 10 pages. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm going to read 20 pages, right? And then before you know it, you're able to read, you know, for however long it is at night that you want to read for. And you're feeling really good about taking this time for you. You know, I could give a nutrition Mm -hmm. example, but I think you guys get the picture. Um, And then we just build off of the small successes to reach bigger goals in the long run. And mm-hmm. Lisa made a great point while we were kind of planning out the notes for this podcast. I want to give you credit for this because I think it was a super powerful statement that the routine doesn't have to be perfect from day one. Leave room for flexibility, like Lisa said. Leave room for error. We're your human. We have human experiences, mm-hmm. which include making mistakes and messing up. So anticipate that there's going to be hiccups. Don't expect it to go mm-hmm. perfectly. When you don't get your five pages read at night, doesn't mean that like you have to stop altogether and you can never do it 
again and you failed. Like, no, just pick up where you left off the next day and just keep trying Mm -hmm. and keep moving forward. Right. And be willing to adjust. So one thing I notice a lot as a trainer is people will have a really great solid routine. They come to the gym five days a week. They're making healthy choices. And then they get a different job or their kid, it's summertime and their kid's not in school anymore. There's this life change that happens and they try to continue on with the same routine, even though it's not going to work for them anymore. So they get a new job and now they're an extra 20 minutes away from our gym and, you know, they have to leave for work earlier. So they don't have, they feel like they don't have time to eat breakfast. You have to be willing to adjust the routine. You cannot expect it to work if there is a change that occurs. So be fluid with your your routine and be able to modify. And if a big change does happen, sit down and kind of reevaluate, replan. See what shifts you need to make in order to make it work for where you are now. That's such a good point. Like glued to your routine. Yeah. I think that that happens a lot with our type A people, right? We get into the structure Mm -hmm. and the routine. And then we do have this kind of limiting belief of that, well, I thrive off of my routine. And so when my routine gets messed up, then I can't be successful, right? And it's like, well, Mm -hmm. no, you can be successful when your routine gets thrown off. You just have to adjust. And sometimes adjusting for people is uncomfortable and difficult because it's not your strong suit. So then take it upon yourself. Like Lisa said, if you anticipate a routine change coming up, try to plan for it. But also then again, leave room for flexibility within that routine because you can't expect, Mm -hmm. yeah, to totally change your whole, you know, work shift potentially. And, you know, go from working a day shift to a night shift and then expect that your routine is going to stay the same. Like it's going to take time to get adjusted to that and figure that out. So yeah. Mm -hmm. I hope this was helpful. I think that, (laughs) like I said, I've been having a lot of conversations with people surrounding this topic and Hopefully this helps. It's a lot of the a lot of the things that people are struggling with. And so if you are too, you're not alone, especially right now. Some are coming to a close, COVID stuff going on, back to school for anyone who's teachers or parents, like a lot of shit going on. So just give yourself grace. Um, and if you need help with this area or support, like reach out to us because we're here to we're here to talk it out. Absolutely. Well, thanks for checking in with us, guys. We will catch you next week for the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We're so grateful you're here. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please share this episode with a friend or five. (laughs) The best way to show your support is to subscribe. This way you won't miss a single new episode. It would also mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes and followed our Instagram page at the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We also love to hear from you, so feel free to slide into our DMs and leave us comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. And thanks for listening once again, and keep it real. (laughs) Bye, guys.